Hello, my name is Ben Jenkins and welcome back to another episode of the New Get Radio podcast. So for the next run of episodes, and I'm talking quite a few episodes to come, I'm going to be breaking down the fundamentals of mechanical ventilation. Now, it's a, definitely a subject matter that a lot of people are interested in, in hearing. I'll start prefacing it from the start. I'm not an expert, but I know exactly what it's like to start having, number one, never seen a ventilator. And I started as a brand new nurse. Uh, within uh, an intensive care unit where I had never seen ventilated patients. And the particular ICU I worked in had one of the highest rates in Australia uh, for high percentage of in Australia for mechanically ventilated patients. So most days I was coming to work, I was starting off nice and fresh, caring directly for patients uh, who required mechanical ventilation. So the way I'm going to run through it uh, is very much talking about the things that I've developed with time, with exposure, um, that I'll be answering the questions that I know that I particularly had when I was first starting off, and that's still pretty fresh in my head. Uh, so with these episodes, I'm going to try to keep all of these episodes nice, short, and compact. And I'm doing that so then you can sort of pick the episodes that you would like to listen to. So if you've already got some sort of exposure behind yourself, you're, you're working in intensive care or you're you've uh, at least seen a ventilator, well, then maybe it's sort of like starting off that little bit further on. But for the people who have never, ever seen a ventilator, I'm going to be talking it through from absolute scratch and then working all the way through until I start getting a few of my mates on, talking about concepts that I haven't yet had to deal with those patients. So I'm going to have a plethora of different content. So to start with this first episode, I'm going to be talking about the actual ventilator itself and talking about the different components to the ventilator. Now, as I'm going along, I'm actually going to be mentioning particular brand names of ventilators. Now, this isn't me endorsing these ventilators. This is just me talking about the types and brands of ventilators that I have personally used. I have touched and played with all of these ventilators, and I'm going to mention different ones to sort of show you that they can all come in different shapes and sizes and be used for different reasons. Same concept, you're ventilating a patient, but you'd be using them a different side. So to start with, the two types of ventilators that I was using at the bed space within the intensive care unit are the PB840 ventilator, so literally like peanut butter and jelly, PB840. The next one was the Servo-U, so S-E-R-V-O-U ventilator, so U as in literally like the letter U. So those ones remained at the bed space. As you can sort of see, if you type them into your phone or into Google, you'll start to see that they're pretty big and bulky. There are times where we do sort of wheel them out that little bit of the room or whatever, but it's a big, it's a big deal. They're, they're mainly fixed at the patient's bed space. Then you also have more of the portable versions. So the one that I use predominantly within the resus area for the emergency department was the Hamilton ventilator. You'll hear that word come up a lot. It's a very, very common type of ventilator. And then you have the other one, which I used in intensive care, and it was the one that we use when we're taking patients down to CT or we're going from out from inside the ICU, outside of the ICU. It's a portable ventilator that we use, and that was called the Oxylog 3000 ventilator. So as you can see, if you bring all of those different tubs up next to each other and you work your way through, you start to see that they're very different, big, diff different sizes and shapes. And um, the, the hard part, I guess, when you first start using ventilators is that all these different brands can call the same concept different names depending on their brands. But what I'm going to provide in all of these episodes is the absolute foundation. So regardless of what they call it, you'll have an understanding of the concept behind it. 
So again, I just wanted to start with saying that the PB840 in the servo U, mainly fixed big ventilators that are at the bed space, they're not moving. If you want to move them outside of that, we can use things like the Hamilton ventilator and the Oxylog. So what are the different components that you have? So you have the ventilator itself. You also need a connection to connect the ventilator to oxygen source. So you, there will be a, a particular uh, connection piece that you'll screw onto the back of the ventilator and then screw that into either the portable oxygen bottle for something like the Oxylog or the Hamilton or into the wall oxygen, which you'll find in the, in the bed space as well. Next, you'll also have uh, the actual tubing in the circuitry. So you'll have uh, an inspiratory and an expiratory tubing. So the, the different color codes with some of the ones that I've used. So uh, the inspiratory port, so what is delivering the oxygen to the patient was blue. And then what is coming back, so taking that CO2 away and the breath of that patient uh, was white. And that's going to go to, especially on looking at the PB840, uh, it's actually going to different um, holes with located on the ventilator itself. I guess that's pretty much, <laughs> as you can see. And then if you've got someone that's fixed, so you've got these PB840s and servos, you usually have a, a, like they call an arm. And the arm is something that you can maneuver uh, and you can sort of rotate it to sit over near the patient and it can hold the lines of the tubing. That way they're not just dangling on the patient's bed. You can sort of stick it in a good position. And all of that is then going to connect up to the actual endotracheal tube or the tracheostomy, depending on what the patient has. From here, you're also going to notice on something like the PB840 and the servo U, again, these are ones that are staying at the patient's bed space. They have the potential to be able to humidify air but I'll get into that concept uh, a little bit later on. But I guess to start with, if you've never seen a ventilator before, you've got different ones that I've sort of brought up in front of you. You can see that more ones are more portable and ones are more sticking at the bed space. And there isn't a lot of pieces that come along with it. You've got the ventilator, which uh, if it's like the servo U, you have like a separate little screen that sits on top. Or if it's like the PP840, it's all built into the one piece of thing. Or if you've got the, the portable ones, you can see the Hamilton ventilator. It's a sh little tiny compact little thing, but it's mostly all touchscreen and you can do a whole bunch with that similar to the ones that sit at the bed space. And you get something with the Oxylog where it's a little bit old school, um, but it still does most of the same stuff of what these other ventilators do as well. So anyway, guys, I hope you got a good concept in your head of what the ventilator is. Now let's begin on a whole bunch of episodes talking about how we're going to be using this piece of machinery.